Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code, and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slipper slides and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now, on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Of the beast, but you know what I think. 
finally bring peace As if the whole wide world would just get stumped Yeah, it'd be a better place for everybody, wouldn't you agree? If the whole wide world would just get stumped Pass the joint lighted We'd live in perfect harmony If the whole wide world Would just get Yeah, no shit. What as soon as fuck? we opened, all right, and now we're gonna have to do this fucking thing. Yeah, every fucking. I think what we're gonna have to do now is start the camera during the music and shut it, shut down OBS and reopen it during the music. All right. If this continues be, to fucking do that, you're still gonna be able to hear, gonna hear us, us, but we're gonna cut OBS away. No shit. And then I'm fucking stupidity. This is fucking ridiculous. Redonk. OBS, you need to fix your shit. For fuck's sake, already. All right. Start the virtual camera. And it'll take a few minutes and then it'll learn the camera and then we'll be fine. Anyway. Uh, apparently, whatever we do, don't upgrade to the latest version of Mac OS. Uh, that... That's Ventura. Might be too late. Oh, I'm well past Ventura. I'm so past that. Yeah, I think we're on auto updates. I have the newest, newest new of the new. Boop, boop, boop. Oh, look at that. Isn't boop, that boop, fun? Boop. Okay. All right.
All right. That should make it a little better. Mm-hmm. All right. Either way. Welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I'm the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better beloved better half. V. Lynn. Hello, Patriots. So, yeah. It would be really nice if the whole world would just go get stoned. Just get high. Seriously. Just go get stoned. It would be so much better. We wouldn't fight. We wouldn't be angry. Mm-hmm. Just light a joint. No Love shit. that song. All the time. Turn off automatic updates. Okay. On your computer. You know. Uh, yeah. Giuseppe, let me tell you something. Once you get used to it, they go and fucking change it. Yep. And then nothing works the way it used to work. And then it gets all fucked up. And now you have problems like this where you, you should be able to see me just fine right now. Didn't have any problems before this. Yep. You're and then they it, you're gonna make it the fucking thing. You're going to make it fart. Seriously. Fucking hate. <clears throat> oh. Anywho. Ridonculousness. So, how's your day, babe? Meh. 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 Okay. Yours? Meh. Kind of meh as well, actually. Meh. It was kind of a yucky day here. It was like, like it was, looked like it wanted to rain all day, but it didn't. And it was like kind of warm, but kind of not. And like, I don't know. Just it's a very liberal day here. Overcast and gloomy. Could not make up its fucking mind. No shit. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. And I just, I felt this ominous sense of foreboding all day mm-hmm. i don't know why don't know why i don't know why you don't know why at all mm-hmm. no nope. okay. no nope. i mean i am the mother of the apocalypse and all that so you know it could be some of that but um texas trout we have to upgrade to the the obs version 29.0 whatever the 61. fuck it is 61.73 it's, it's 29 it's the most recent update that yeah. came out um, but the the previous version that we had kept fucking up, and I uh, suppose the update was going to fix that, and yeah. Yeah, it didn't fix it. That's an issue. Now it just fucks it up even worse. So... Until we get like 15 minutes into our stream, and then... And then it'll be nice it'll and smooth right. and fun. It'll be fine. It'll yeah. smooth itself out. just yeah. takes a little bit. Yeah. Like I said, maybe we need to turn the camera on during the music and give it 15 minutes to kind of warm up. You know? You might have to do that. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. So. Anyhow. Anyway. We're, we're not always in here doing the music because we have like big speakers on that play through the house. So we're like doing other stuff, but it's all good. Anyway. Uh, did we see the whole Bank of America taking people's Again? money drama? Again? They did that like fucking 20 years ago. Yeah. Like I was a part of that original. Yeah. They took 10 grand class- from Mick. Class action lawsuit. We got fucking like sixty-seven cents out of. I out did of it. out of ten grand. Out I got sixty-seven grand. cents. That was my restitution today. It's fantastic. It's like thank you, thank you. Yeah. That's good. It's good to hear. Good to hear they're back up to their old tricks. Yeah, no surprise. Nothing's there. changed there. Probably because they're fucking about to crash. Just like about every other. Seriously, bank. they're all about to crash. Well, like literally, we're right now. The debt ceiling is being hung above our heads mm-hmm. like a guillotine, getting ready to drop. Yep. That's about to happen tomorrow. That'll be tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Telling you right now, this is Biden saying that he will not accept the plan that the Republicans came up with. The, to, and he's for spending cuts. Correct. They will raise the debt ceiling if 
he agrees well, to spending cuts. It's not just spending cuts, but it's proposed spending changes where yeah. there has to be a two-thirds majority vote within the House for them to adjust any spending in the future. So they come back to him and say, hey, I want more money for this program. It will take a two-thirds vote in the House. That's very hard to do. Mm. especially with 20 holdouts that said, look, we're not going to vote for any spending increases. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So those 20 holdouts actually carry with them a whole lot of fucking power that Kevin McCarthy kind of needs now. Yeah. So. Yeah. I will say, Jeff, when you get paid, you should turn as much of it into silver as you can. Go to Stuff def- it underneath Defiant, DefiantSilver.life. mattress. Work with Dr. Kirk Elliott and his team, DefiantSilver.life. And um, I mean, take care of yourself first, but yeah, definitely turn most of that shit over to yeah. silver. Yeah. You know, pay your bills, have what you need to live and and fucking, you know, turn whatever you can over to silver because cash is going to be fucking worthless here soon. But I mean, that's what's on the horizon. Remember, it's not this is a federal if we can't pay our debts or we don't raise a debt ceiling when the federal government shuts down, it doesn't just affect federal employees it will affect all of us because you have to remember this is going to affect one of the biggest shareholders in all of this which is the fdic now they they only actually guarantee banks for a hundred thousand correct but a bank will not open up if it doesn't have the on hand cash to cover what it's making So if there is no FDIC supporting the banks, the banks will not open. The banks don't open. You can't get your money. Mm -hmm. Everybody see where the problem is? Wall Street will shut down. There's no backing from the federal government to support any trade or anything going on. This will affect all of us. This is not just a little ripple that'll only affect government employees. This is going to ripple through because before the FDIC was able to stay up because it wasn't a spending increase that we were arguing over. They were arguing over the federal government before and its budget. Now what we're talking about is the country's budget and the fact if we don't raise the debt ceiling, we're going to foreclose. We're going to go short on a whole bunch of payments. Mm-hmm. And shit's going to get sideways for us. Quick, fast, and in a hurry. Oh, oh, yeah. Now, Trump did sign into law that the military and veterans will still get paid even if the government shuts down. That's wonderful. But no one else will. It doesn't change the FDIC. That's the biggest part. you got to remember, that's what banks backs up. Every bank in America, every bank in America is backed by the FDIC. So for instance, remember when you heard all those movies, they say, hey, look, this isn't your money anyway. Your money's insured. Don't be a hero. When they were robbing banks, that's reality. The FDIC is the insurance for that bank. They insure every note, every dollar, every trade, every cent that changes hands in a bank is insured by the FDIC. If that is not there, you no longer have a bank that's willing to open its doors. The whole reason that was there was after the 29 crash, which I know a whole lot of us don't remember because we weren't alive. But in 1929, after the stock market crashed, 
a lot of banks wouldn't open their doors again. To get them to do it, the government created the FDIC, and they said, look, whatever happens from here on out, this is your insurance policy that your company will not go belly up if you open a bank. It has morphed into this. I mean, it's still an insurance policy, obviously, but it's now on every cashier's note, every check, every freaking every note that's out there. The FDIC is listed on. And it can't actually cover everything like physically all at once. Bingo. Yeah, there's no way. It's not, it's just not possible. But if this shit goes down tomorrow and they don't sign anything and we don't get a debt ceiling, uh, ceiling increase. They don't kick it down the, the road further. <clears throat> well, we're going to end up fucked. Let's see what these fucktards have to say about it. Well, they're fucktards. I have like three different fucktards lined up to talk about it. Uh, fuck. I, of course, none of my shit saves. So. Well, yeah, I know. Cause okay. I had to open this back up. I know. Dirk in the um the well you'll see. Just listen. Listen to the clip, you'll see. You'll figure it out. Well, tomorrow the U.S. will officially reach its debt limit. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen warning that this could include delaying some government payments as the White House refuses to budge on its spending plans. We should be uh, dealing with the debt ceiling without without conditions. Uh, it is important. We're not going to work our way around this. We're not going to negotiate on this. This is the basic, the basic duties of Congress is to deal with this issue. And why have a debt ceiling if you're never going to negotiate? GOP Senator John Kennedy sits on the Senate Budget Committee, joins us now. Hey, Senator, are you happy with that tone? No. Look, when it comes to the debt ceiling, uh, everybody wants the truth, but nobody wants to be honest. Uh, here's the truth, as I see it. If you're going to have a party, you have to pay the band. If you're going to borrow money, you have to pay it back. That's true as a moral principle and a principle of practicality. And you, you, don't, you don't have to be a senior at Caltech to figure that out. Now, here's the truth part. Congress had a spending party. More specifically, the House Democrats, not the House Republicans, the Senate Democrats and a whole lot of Senate Republicans had a spending party. I didn't vote to do it. I, I would have been happy with a couple of beers after work, but they wanted to have a spending party. And it wasn't just Democrats in the Senate. Um, those bills passed with a lot of Republican support. The omnibus, the so-called infrastructure bill. Uh, the, the CHIPS big tech bailout bill, even the, the gun control bill, which passed with Republican support, cost $15 billion. And that's the unvarnished truth. Now, are the House Republicans correct? Absolutely. I mean, the House Republicans have been pretty consistent. Their principle is when you run out of money, you don't get to spend anymore. And I agree with them. And I voted that way in the Senate. But here's what I fear will happen. The House Republicans are going to pass a bill raising the uh, debt ceiling with cuts to spending. I'll support it. But when, when they send it to President Biden and Senator Schumer, 
Those two gentlemen won't even pause their video games to look at it. They're going to say, no, we're not going to negotiate. Default if you want to. Um, I'm working on a bill. I, I don't know if Senator Schumer will bring it to the floor. Don't even know if Senator McConnell will support it. But to try to force the parties to negotiate. I don't know if it will work. But I don't know anything else to do at this point. I do know this. I am not going to vote to default on the debt of the United States of America, even though I didn't run it up. I'm not going to do it. I have a fiduciary obligation to the, to the, to the American people. I'm a senator. I've tried to rise above it, but I'm a senator and, and I'm going to fulfill my fiduciary obligation. All right, Senator, we'll be watching. Uh, because the debt ceiling deadline is tomorrow. Thank you so much for coming on. She's a blowhole, but he's right. He is right. I mean, well, I, I'm sorry. He's in the to Senate. He, Honestly, um, he ran I'd that bill it, up just it. as bad as everybody fuck else. But fuck it. Yeah. For what's going to happen? Fuck it. Fuck it. Burn it down. Declare bankruptcy. Have the Jubilee. That means the Chinese are going to run in and take over Fuck all the Chinese are already on it. Yep. Raising the debt ceiling just means borrowing more money from somebody else. That's what that is. It's just giving us authorization to borrow more money from people that hate us. Fuck it. For us to give it to Ukraine. I, I'm afraid of what comes with that. Seriously. I'm afraid of our. To fuck it, fuck it. I, I I mean I have the firm feeling, much like you do, that the government doesn't care. They don't give a fuck. And if the president's not going to work with anybody, then they are what's much. The point? They are much happier, you know, pissing on each other from opposite sides of the sandbox, and fucking throwing sand at each other on top of their piss to see who can make mud first. Wow, that was that was a long instead of actually like playing together nicely and sharing the toys. That was horrible. <laughs> Don't ever do that again. You suck at doing that. That was fun though. Yeah, but you it was so roundabout loopy. It, it it wasn't even funny and it didn't make sense. Well, fine. Long tail cat in a room full of rocking chairs. That makes sense. Uh-huh. They hate each other. Sweating like a fag in a hot dog shop. That give, makes sense. Look, see, he, he said, I, I get the flames. <laughs> Correct, because you have. With flames coming out of their butthole. Seriously. Uh, I mean, fuck it. They if would they burn it down. They hate each other so much. They hate each other more than they give a fuck about you. For damn sure. Well, they don't fucking care about anybody. They exactly. don't care about us. They've been yeah. trying to kill us. Yeah, exactly. They don't give a fuck. Just, you know what? That's, they're they're just gonna fight. Every Democrat, no matter what we do. It, it's really funny. I, I find this is a story. You want to talk about a divide in our country? Okay. Let me show you something. I'm gonna just give you an idea. This is how bad the divide is. You have a group of Americans. Republicans, okay? It's about a 50-50 split. Some of them support the jab. Some of them don't. Where if you cross over 
to the Democrat world, it is 100% behind the jab. Mm-hmm. 100%. They all want to kill us. There is not one person over there that does not support the jab. Because they're they're all sheep. They all toe the party line a thousand percent. So my point is, my point is this, that is a divide. No matter how you look at it, that is a divide in this country. That is something, because guess what? That divide spans black, white, purple, green, doesn't fucking matter what religion you are, Jew, Christian, Orthodox, it doesn't matter, Muslim. It doesn't matter. There are unvaccinated folks that refuse, that are pure-blooded, that refuse to get the jab. Refuse. They're over here. And you have your liberals, which is 100% support for the jab. Now, how can you say that? Even after Fox News started reporting that the CDC is now looking into Pfizer, Moderna, new BioNTech, whatever. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the risk of strokes in people over the age of 65 after the Biabalin booster. That was reported for two days. and That's gone. It's gone. Well, Go look for it, please. Well, Listen for somebody talking about it and nobody's talking about no, it. No, no. That it, The fact that it even made it two days in the news cycle is huge. It's amazing. But you know what I heard today, and this is kind of, t- kind of tangential, but it makes so much sense. So I was listening to... I was listening to Dr. Artis's podcast, which I don't, I actually haven't listened to that before because the one time we met him with our son, our son did not like him at all. And he has a very keen perception when it comes to people. So anyhow, um, but his guest um, intrigued me. He's a, a, a theologian, a, a Bible historian and theologian, whatever. So, and he's actually seen the the original book of revelation written by john on the isle of Patma, patmos right anyway so he said and this is crazy so uh pelosi and this cued me in when uh, a non-lone ranger said that it's something about pelosi and company um you know pelosi's maiden name is what d'alessandro right okay something like that yeah but D'Alessandro was actually, they changed their name in the 1400s, that family, from, he pronounced it um, De Medici, but it's actually De Medici, is how it's pronounced. Fucking Pelosi's a De Medici. She's a fucking Medici. If y'all don't know who the Medici family was, they essentially ruled and destroyed Italy and they got run out of Italy after completely bankrupting them. Well, they got run out to Sicily and they landed in Sicily and stayed there. And basically what formed the foundation of the Italian mafia. Well, they were kind of behind La Casa Nostra, but no firm grasp because mm-hmm. there were originally five families in Italy that mm-hmm. created La Casa Nostra. Anyway, she's a fucking Di Medici. Yeah. Well, you're going to have that. Uh, I mean, how else do you stay and in now this she's here destroying Congress and bankrupting our country? Mm, for three million years. It makes, see, it makes so much sense. That's why she never ran for president. Mm-hmm. 
She's Italian. Yeah, she's like, yeah, look at my... Hey, you know, you don't talk to my friend like that again, or I'd fucking stab you in the eye with a sod and I am, you know? Tara, if you remember what that pod was, uh, send it to me. So, anyway. Di Medici. Di Medici. I mean, that's... I mean, they, 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 they spawned popes and oh, yeah. kings and queens. and Well, popes bigger than anything else, because yes. in Italy, the big thing was the pope who could get alongside the Pope mm -hmm. back then. Mm -hmm. uh, they, yeah, the whatever. kings and queens were mostly, you know, second and third sons and daughters. Does but, it? Um, I mean, anymore? Apparently it does. You think she doesn't know her history? What difference at this point does it make? History repeats itself over and over and over again. Yeah, but nobody's watching it. Nobody cares. Mm -hmm. Well, apparently not. I'm so frustrated as a, as, as a history guy that I fuck it. I mean, you know what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm just going to let it happen. Happened. I'm just going to let it happen. It, it, what's the point? I've I've spoken. I've said my piece. You all know what the fuck I've said, talked about. Don't worry. This shit's fucked. I know. We're fucked. This we're going to go bankrupt. Well, here, play this one. It, it's going to happen. This is this is CBS telling you you're going to go bankrupt or we're going to go bankrupt. This is like having sex with Kobe. It's going to happen. Dead. Even with a Ouija board, it's going to happen. Or even a figure, what's an eight ball? Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen is warning the U.S. is expected to hit its debt limit on Thursday. The national debt stands at more than $31 trillion. The country's total borrowing limit is $31.4 trillion. Secretary Yellen told Congress on Friday that once the limit is reached, the Treasury will start taking, quote, extraordinary measures to prevent a default. So CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarland is joining us now uh, from Washington to tell us exactly what this means. Can you explain what hitting the debt ceiling means and what the consequences might be? Hey, Anne-Marie, good morning. First of all, this is going to be likely the defining issue of the next year in Congress. This one transcends everything else because the debt ceiling to the federal government is like your credit card limit. Once you hit it, you can't borrow anymore, which means you can't pay down the debts you've incurred. The government would not be able to pay for things like Social Security, Medicare, veterans benefits, air traffic controllers, food safety inspectors. This is not a realistic proposition. So something needs to be done to raise the debt ceiling after Thursday. Now, the Treasury Secretary says she can move some things around, some extraordinary measures to buy the federal government some time, but only some time. A matter of weeks, potentially a few months until this crisis hits again and there's no more flexibility. Republicans and Democrats have divided control of Congress and they have divided views over what to do about this. So a potential cataclysmic face off seems imminent now. Mm. So tell us about the, quote, extraordinary measures Secretary Yellen plans to take to prevent a potential default. Yeah, she will not stop paying for veterans benefits, Social Security, air traffic controllers. What she can do and the Department of Treasury can do is stop paying for things that don't have an immediate benefit or need, like stop making some payments towards pensions and retirement benefits for federal workers that aren't going to be tapped into in the next few months. Anyhow, they'd make those payments whole 
after the crisis subsides. You can stop paying into thrift savings programs. Those are basically the federal government versions of 401ks. Because again, the federal workers won't be tapping into those immediately. You can wait and make those payments whole later. But there's only a limited amount of bandwidth there. You can only buy yourself a matter of weeks because the federal government spends trillions of dollars on things they can't pause spending on. That's why this is such a high stakes game of chicken. And at this moment, this looks exactly like the standoff did 11 or 12 years ago when this was last an issue where neither side seems willing to bend. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy spoke about a potential spending uh, cap yesterday on Fox News. Here's what he had to say. When Donald Trump was president and when Nancy Pelosi was speaker, that's exactly what happened for them to get a debt ceiling lifted last time. They agreed to a spending cap. I believe we can sit down with anybody who wants to work together. I believe this president could be that person. That's the conversation I had with the president. I want to sit down with them now so there is no problem. All right. So could there be common ground uh, between uh, with with President Biden and what else can lawmakers on Capitol Hill do to prevent the debt hitting the debt ceiling? There's no indication that there's a meeting of minds here mm. as we approach this deadline. Um, there's almost a philosophical difference more than a practical one. Republicans believe, especially in the U.S. House, that they need to exact some cuts in spending to reduce the deficit, reduce the need to have to borrow as part of any deal to raise the debt ceiling. The White House has said there's no negotiating over this. This is too radioactive. It's too toxic to even play with negotiating on this issue. If we're going to make cuts, we can do that through the traditional government spending bills that Republicans have to approve before they become law. We don't negotiate on the debt ceiling. So as long as that philosophical dispute is there, this is a particularly dangerous thing. Because in 2011, when these similar political dynamics existed and a similar standoff occurred, it hit the U.S. credit rating, it damaged the stock market, it hit the economy in a real way, and it wasn't even breached. It was just approached. And we seem to be on a glide path toward approaching a debt limit standoff right now. All right, Scott McFarland for us in DC. Scott, as always, my friend, thank you. I, I disagree with his assessment of an approach. Uh, we are going, we are barreling straight towards oh, we're, we're heading and towards through that cliff it. And uh, we're remember, about to fall off it. We hit the debt ceiling tomorrow. Mm -hmm. It becomes an issue on Friday. Mm -hmm. Thursday is not an issue. We have Thursday funded through. Friday morning at or zero well, zero you know, zero one. Janet Yellen's going to move some things around and buy us in the weeks. morning. It will become an issue. Mm. So yeah, she'll buy us about a week, and then it's going to become a real issue because. Over the cliff, we're not over the we're we're set to barrel straight through it because we have done nothing to curb our own spending for decades. This shit that is going on in this omnibus bill, that fucking honestly, I Mitch McConnell's dumb ass approved and got Republicans to approve. Like what the fuck were you thinking, Mitch? And people in Kentucky, please, what the fuck are we keeping them in the Senate for?
Get that old wrinkly bag of shit. Get him the fuck out of there. This is all, I, I know that it's all about money, but the point is, is debt ceiling, everything is going to be hey, Yeah. Burn it down. Fuck it. Our plan for afterwards. Fuck it. We'll deal with it. Cause you, we're going to deal with that. What it's going to come down to is the American people are going to deal with them mm-hmm. and we're going to deal with them our way. In our ways, a lot worse than what they think. Mm-hmm. Remember, the consent of the governed have the power. When we take that consent away, now it's time to fucking start playing games. My type of games. The shit I like to do. And on Lone Ranger, go pull your savings and go to defiantsilver.life. That's Dr. Kirk Elliott. Turn your... Fiat dollar, your. Do we have to listen to CBS more? Petrodollar, into uh, into cold hard silver. Seriously, no joke. Um, Defiant Silver Life. I don't know. Let me let me see what the the title is on this one. If it's the same thing, then. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's right. like the same thing. Okay. They're going to talk about the same shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Turn it's that off then. CBS all over again. Okay, turn that off then. Definitely don't want to listen to that. Okay. Oh yeah, play that one though. Kind of don't even want to listen to this one. I know, but that's okay. That is Stuart Bernie, though. Yeah. I'll give him that. He's not that bad. Although I didn't like his coverage of the shit with the vax, but whatever. You're going to have that. I'm just saying, if Stuart Barney asked for fucking amnesty, nope. Sorry, dear fellow. Nope. The White House, the White House wants Speaker McCarthy to release details of any agreements he made with conservative members to get his get their vote for his bid for speaker. Here's the quote. An unprecedented tax hike on the middle class and a national abortion ban are just a glimpse of the secret backroom deals Speaker McCarthy made with extreme MAGA members to claim the gavel. What other hidden bargains did Speaker McCarthy make behind closed doors? The American people had the right to know. That's from the White House. Congressman David Schweikert, Republican from Arizona, joins me now. Congressman, are they just diverting attention away from the document scandal? Stuart, you nailed it. Um, look, the... Nope, 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 nope. I'm not going to listen to this because I'm already don't not disagree a, but B, I've got a whole other litany of shit on that because we, we got. So, but since when does the White House call to find out the contents of the deals made between the opposing party? My question, that's that's a great point. That is a wonderful point. That's why I let that play. However, I think it's fair now that we go back and we ask the same questions. What, what, what were the deals that were made? Yeah. Sure. Of everybody, if you're going to call this into question now, what deals did you make? Oh, yeah, because I, I, please don't tell me Pelosi didn't make backroom deals every fucking day. Holy shit. Exactly. You know, she was trading every fifths day. of vodka every day. She was like, hey, got a fifth of vodka for yeah. you. So, she, on her desk, I swear to God, she had a Smirnoff label on her desk. Mm-hmm. Why? Because the Smirnoff label was her sponsor. <laughs> Shitty vodka. For a shitty woman. Seriously. No, 
world class oh. ass anal schwab. I like that. Wow. Who, who posted that one? Jason. Jason, great one. I'm taking that one. Boom. Stolen. Excellent. That's mm. fun. Anyway, uh, I, I just I disagree. It's not it's not about a cover up about the document scandal. The document scandal has taken a whole well, new turn. Close it out. A whole new turn for the absolutely obscure and odd. We'll get into that in a little bit. I'm sure. I'm sure she's got the document scandal yeah, somewhere. Yeah, I put here. it at the end, but yeah. Despite his denials, oh, I'm gonna turn us off. Mm-hmm. Despite his denials. CNN review of the laptop data, as well as other public material, shows that Joe Biden did interact with some of his son's associates while serving as vice president, though it's unclear exactly what was discussed. One example, the Republican site, Miguel Aleman Magnani, a Mexican businessman and son of the former president who Hunter was trying to woo. In 2014, Aleman Magnani and his dad were photographed at the White House with then-Vice President Biden. In a later email, Hunter Biden reminds Alamani Magnani of the favors he's done for him. We have been talking about business deals and partnerships for seven years. I have brought every single person you have ever asked me to bring to the effing White House and the vice president's house and the inauguration. Hunter Biden bluntly acknowledged the power of the Biden name in a memoir, writing that the Ukrainian energy company Burisma, which put him on its board, considered my last name gold. I don't think that there's a lot of things that would have happened in my life that uh, that if my last name wasn't Biden. All right. That's this coming is, out of CNN. This is perfect. That's this coming out of CNN? This is a perfect jump. Just want to say it's coming out of CNN. I got you. So really quick, we're going to get into this because it's getting to the point now that even, thank God she did that. You're a wonderful babe. I know. Beautiful woman. Mm -hmm. This is perfect. All right. So this segues in wonderfully. I got a call today from 003 and... He told me some shit that blew my ever living fucking mind. And then I was listening to Bongino today and he got a call from one of his guys. And the only reason I even took notice is because we got the same exact information. So through our sources, we have just confirmed each other's stories. Unless it's the same source. Unless it's the same source, which there is a 20% possibility there. Okay. And I will leave that as a possibility. But I want you to listen to this. He sums it up way better than I can do it. And I am adjusting my theory just a little bit. I think now that this was a two-sided plan. And the third side in this, which is the crazy side. Yes, the crazy side. You know exactly what I'm talking about. What did I say since day one? Somehow Kamala is involved in this. I've got, I bring the receipts, folks. And on Lone Ranger, I'll get to the Q riddles in a little bit. I bring the receipts. Check. Just listen to this. This is really important. He does a way better job than I could do doing it. And oh, get ready for your Bongino blowjob. I, I'm not going to take it away I'm from sorry, him. People, hold on. Not me, V. Anon. 
Come on. You know I'm an OG Q-tard. Seriously. Biden was Obama's point man in Ukraine. Hold on one second. I got to back it up just a fucking um, smidge. What's the time? Did you write the time down? Okay. Oh, all right. Here you all right. Here you go. Well, money ball roll. Now let's tie the entire thing together for you. Ukraine was a piggy bank. Biden was Obama's point man in Ukraine. The Obama-Biden embassy is working with the Soros team. They're all collecting paychecks from this. One of the groups is uh, targeting Soros' business opponent, right? Biden's son works in Ukraine. Biden wants a piece of this money. We know his son is funneling money to Biden because the business partner has already indicated as much. Tony Bobolinsky. A prosecutor in Ukraine figures this thing out. Starts looking into Hunter Biden's company and corruption in the Ukrainian government. Biden doesn't want that because Biden wants the cash cow to continue. I played this clip numerous times, but there's an extended version of this that you need to see. It's about 20 seconds longer. He cites a guy named Michael at the end of this. It's on C-SPAN. Matter of fact, he show the clip first. There's a screenshot of it even says user clip Biden Carpenter. The guy on stage with him at the end is a guy by the name of Michael Carpenter, as Biden tells the Council of Foreign Relations, like an idiot, that he had the prosecutor looking into his son's company in Ukraine fired in exchange for money. Remember Daria Kalaniuk, who has the same interests as Biden, saying, oh, a lot of dirty money in Ukraine. Watch the clip, listen to him cite Michael at the end, and I'll tie this thing all together for you. Check this out. Okay, we're going to play the clip. Okay, Michael Carpenter used to work for Daria, uh, whatever the fuck her name, Kalina yeah. Cook, and he is right there, standing on stage in 2015 with Joe Biden. After Joe Biden, and the reason that we're I'm bringing this up, and the reason this is such a big deal, because all those documents that were about Ukraine energy, power, and weapons, guess where those were already? Those were at Joe's house. This is all fucking connected. This is all one big fucking scheme. This started, this all started from Hunter Biden's laptop. Whether or not you believe that, this all start, started from the laptop from hell. It's a gift that just keeps on giving. It's a lot like syphilis or fucking AIDS. All right. This laptop has given up so much to the point that this retard, Hunter Biden, was in emails, quoted in emails talking about classified documents that his father had at his house. She tried to bring it up today. Oh, well, the vice president in 2009 was given authority to... Oh, I didn't bring it up. USA Today brought it up in, in their fact check. Yeah. Well, this... Saying that, that it was wrong... That um, he didn't have declassification that authority. He, that he didn't have declassification authority because of this particular executive order 
signed by Obama, Executive Order 13526, which I have right here, which, you know, I would love to see the original one. Um, but it, it, it says that the, uh, the president and vice president shall have uh, classification authority. That's classification authority, not declassification authority. Declassification authority would be a separate line because you can't have classification and declassification in the same line. Okay, well, let's look up declassification authority because I have the whole executive order right here. Because then we could actually fact check the fact checkers and say, you're wrong. He was never, he was given classification. There it okay, is. Declassification, declassification and downgrading. So, um, information shall be declassified or grant downgraded by the official who authorized the original classification. Um, if that official is still serving in the same position, has the original classification authority, the originator's current successor and function, if that individual has original classification authority. Uh, supervisor, supervisor above that. official, officials delegated declassification authority in agent in writing by the agency. The director of national intelligence um, may, with respect to the intelligence community, after consultation with the head of the originating intelligence community element or department, declassify, downgrade, or direct declassification. Um, let's see. It is presumed that information that continues to meet classification requirements under this order requires continued protection. In some exceptional cases, however, the need to protect such information may be outweighed by the public interest in disclosure of the information. And in these cases, the information should be declassified. Um, when such questions arise, they should be referred to the agency head or the senior agency official. Let's see. Um, uh, agency heads. Yeah, no. Nope, there's nothing in there about the vice president being allowed to declassify anything. Yep, only, he only had classification authority, not declassification authority. Good job, babe. Told you. All right. So I guess fact we can fact check the fact checkers and so, tell them, no, you're lying. Because if you read the fucking EO, you moron, mm -hmm. he had classification authority, not declassification authority. Mm-hmm. Declassification is so unless, so much harder. Unless he was the original, uh, original, originating classifying authority. Correct. That would be the only way that he could have declassified those particular Correct. documents. But you know how many times the president is an original, an OCA? Hmm. And for short, folks, OCA is original cl mm -hmm. classifying authority. The president and the vice president are never OCAs. Mm -hmm. They are never classifying authorities because everything that is talked around them is in the open. Unless somebody else walks in the room and says, now this is classified. Mm -hmm. So fact checking the fact checkers. They failed. Mick one. Big Mike. Mick one. Fact checker zero. All right. Fuck you fact checkers. So mm -hmm. it gets better. And I got to skip ahead to where's that video thing. Um, I, 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 I have the whole thing, but I don't yeah. know the timestamp. I will of it. get it. I got it. I got it. Okay. Would you relax? Okay. I'm a professional. Please. It's, uh, actually it's, it's over here. It's in today's show clips, which is going to be on, on the screen. Sorry. It's not, it. it's, it might be in there. Uh, which one is it? Which one is it? Let's see. Doo -doo 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 -doo. 
uh, right second from the bottom, right there. All right, there it is. Yep. All right, let me open this up right quick. Because mm -hmm. we're gonna watch it because we have the full clip. But it's an hour long. I know. I'm. I, I got okay. you. But I'm gonna let you watch from the point that he says that on. And I just want to make sure I get to the point. That's all. Okay. Do you know what that point is? Yes. This event is brain and Eurasia and the two of them. There you go. There you go. Look to a, as an agent that can curb their ambitions or is it the reverse? Uh, I look, I, uh, let me see. Or, or, or organize my thoughts here. I do think that uh, the idea, like I used to always. Now, I want you to look at this really quick. Gentleman in the green tie here. This is Michael Carpenter. Okay. Michael Carpenter. Also, not only did he just used to work for Dar Daria Klinchikov, but. He also runs the Penn Biden Center. Of course he does. Of foreign relations, mm -hmm. where the first set of documents were found. Which has just been receiving tons of foreign donations. Money from the Chinese. It was built by the Chinese. It was paid for by the Chinese. Everybody that worked there was Chinese. Mm -hmm. Come on. As Mike Fromm would be in these sure where we're going to be granular data here that was the kind of six find hours all right there the prosecutors right. not so think the more you up the ante here the you cost to russia for their aggression i mean as you all know and you know this better than anybody um you know the one big lie going on about ukraine back in uh in in the rest of russia is that no Russian soldiers are engaged. They're not dying. No body bags are coming home, et cetera, because there's overwhelming opposition on the part of the body politic in Russia for engagement in Ukraine in a military sense. Um, uh, do I think there, I think the Donbass has potential to be able to be solved, but it takes two things. One of those things is missing now, and that is I'm desperately concerned about the backsliding on the part of uh, uh, Kiev in terms of corruption. They made, I mean, I'll, I'll give you one concrete example. I, I, I was, not I, I, but it just happened to be, that was the assignment I got. I, I, I got all the good ones. Uh, and uh, so I got Ukraine. And uh, um, I remember going over convincing our team, our <coughs> others to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and uh, and I was going supposed to announce that there was another billion dollar loan guarantee, and I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had they were walking out to the press conference, said, "No, nah, I said I'm not going to, or we're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting a billion dollars. I said, you're not getting a billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Got fired. And they put in place someone 
who was solid at the time. Well, there's still they so they made some genuine substantial changes institutionally and with people. But in one of the three institutions, there's now some backsliding. The courts are there and the yes, and they had made that commitment that they wouldn't do that. And so when we left, the first thing I spent uh, um, a lot of time, as did Mike, because this was his territory as well, and uh, people like Charlie Cupchin and Victoria. And anyway, there, there were a lot of good people we had working on this. We spent a lot of time with Vice President Pence because I was worried that um, – they would make a mistake as a, a there would be a sin of omission rather than commission, failing to do certain things or say certain things. And that was at the time when there was an alleged, or there, there was a grave concern among the foreign policy elite that maybe a deal was made to lift sanctions. Um, whether that was true or not, but that was the atmosphere right after the election. And, um, and so what happened was uh, um, they did some, Good things, and they now. What's his name? The guy uh, uh, they have over there, uh, Kurt Volker. Kurt Volker, solid, solid guy. But um, uh, Kurt, as a best of my knowledge, does not have the authority or the ability to go in and say, "You don't straighten this up. We're you're out of here." Because look, it all gets down to a simple proposition. We spent so much time, as you know, because I went for you to you for advice. We spent so much time on the phone making sure that everyone from, at the time, Olan to Renzi to, wouldn't walk away. They wanted no part of these sanctions on Russia. It had an impact on them. It was basically, you got to do that. And thank God Merkel was strong enough at the time to, reluctantly, she didn't like it either, uh, to, to stand w- with us. But always So... You just heard him look at Michael like an eight. Okay. This guy, this has all been, I told you this was all planned. Mike, Victoria, the other guy he mentioned. He, all of these people are Pence, all working for him. Hence. They are all working for him. This is all one big cover up. The reason he wanted to stay involved in Ukraine, because he knew that Ukraine is a cash cow. Mm -hmm. Why do you think we are sending all of this money to Ukraine? Ooh, you know what? I have. We are not sending this money for a war. There's no war. I know you all know this, but we need to convince the rest of America. There's no war. This money is going out right back out into Joe Biden's pocket. It's our money. Why aren't you pissed off? Do me a favor and play that one because this is. Why aren't we more fucking angry? All of this shit's connected. Soros, fucking Ukraine, Joe Biden, the World Economic Forum. The fuck. This connects all of it. The Council of Foreign Relations. The Council on Foreign Relations. This connects all of this. This is all one big. This, like, if you could take a chart to connect BlackRock to it too. If you take a hand chart, what we what we used to call in the military, a hand chart. So if you put your primary target here and you draw arms off of it, 
You could put Joe Biden right here and all the arms off of it. He's the center of it. It's all around him. Whether he's making the deals or not is immaterial. They have been trading off of Joe Biden's name since 2015. And nothing's changed. Mm -hmm. Nothing. All of this shit has been planned. We are going through this because Joe Biden's been promised something. You all have been suffering because Joe Biden's been promised something. What? We don't know. But I can tell you this much. I got ex-Intel officials now asking for in, uh, amnesty. They lied. Ex-Intel officials coming out lying. I lied. Oh, I knew it was. About I knew it wasn't really disinformation. But I Hunter Biden's laptop. I mean, I thought some Red of it State. might be some disinformation. So. Uh, produced a letter. Yes, uh, the former. Uh, Douglas Wise, a former Defense Intelligence Agency deputy director, was one of the 15 uh, intelligence brass who issued a public letter on October 19, 2020, five days before the Post began a series of reports on a now first son's shady overseas business dealings. And he said, all, all of us figured that it was a significant portion of the content that it had to be real to make any Russian disinformation credible, said Wise. Who didn't respond when the Post reached out for an explanation in, last, uh, in March of last year, but found his tongue when he spoke to an Australian um, a news agency, I guess. The letter said that they had earmarks of Russian deceit. Uh, we should consider that a possibility, Wise told the Australians. He said it didn't say Hunter Biden was a good guy, but it didn't say he was in fact um, was in fact the letter referred to our Russians involved. Uh, I can't read it; yeah, got cut off. They fucking there. cut off the sentence. I don't know what it said, but basically, they're, this they're, motherfucker's they're, coming out saying I lied about we it. We didn't really say that. Yeah, I, I didn't read it. My bad. Mm -hmm. The fuck out of here. Um. So. Uh, I've been kind of wondering when when to play this, and that just this fits right in here. I'm not going to play the whole thing, but this is the first couple, first minute, I'll do fine. Good news, everyone. BlackRock has done a deal with Zelensky to reconstruct Ukraine after the war. But don't start thinking that a taxpayer-funded war where billions of your dollars end up in the military-industrial complex means that there's anything to consider or anything to think about when it comes to the origins of this conflict or the desired outcome. Because that would make you, uh, oh, where's my bloody hat? <laughs> Hello there, you six million awakening wonders. Thanks for joining me on this voyage towards truth and freedom. And Lord alone knows I suffer with you. This is not easy, is it? To be alive in this world, to feel sadness, to feel fear, to feel anger, to feel that you can't trust people that govern you, to feel that you can't trust the media, to feel that perhaps they are cooperating with one another in order to create a deluge of false information and white noise that prevents you from ascertaining the truth. Nevertheless, I've got to ask you to turn on that notification bell and subscribe right now because between us surely we can create a better world that's a minute surely we can and if we can't you know who can black rock that's right it's a superhero played by dwayne john that's black adam black rock as you know is an investment company today's story is that black rock and zelensky have done a deal to reconstruct ukraine after the war who's going to benefit from this situation and does that present us with the possibility to inquire about the origins of this war the nature of this war the funding of this war in a way that in any way contradicts the putin is evil russia is bad they're 
invasion is criminal, all of which is bloody true. But surely the best way to handle things is openly and honestly. Is it? Tell me in the chat. Tell me in the... I agree. Yep. So BlackRock is going to be rebuilding Ukraine. Well, it, it gets worse, though, okay? Mm -hmm. Because everybody asks... Well, Using Mick, your retirement fund. How? How? How is... Soros. How is Soros involved in this? How isn't Soros involved in this? That was my first comment when I what I said back, obviously. But I realized that yeah, there's no real direct link. No, there is. There is. Hold on, mm -hmm. real quick. While the 2016 presidential race was raging in America, Ukrainian prosecutors ran into some unexpectedly strong headwinds as they pursued an investigation into the activities of a nonprofit in their homeland known as. Anti-Corruption Action Center, or ANT-AC. Oh, by the way, ANT-AC is a BlackRock-funded company. Of course it is. The fa fame focus on ANT-AC, whose youthful street activi activists famously wore Ukrainian fuck corruption t-shirts, was a part of a larger probe in the Ukrainian prosecutor's general's office into whether $4.4 million in U.S. funds to fight corruption inside the former Soviet Republic had been imp improperly diverted. The prosecutors soon would learn that the resistance that they faced, blowing directly from the U.S. embassy in Kiev, where the Obama administration took a rare step in trying to press the Ukrainian government to back off of its investigation into both U.S. aid and the group ANT-AC, an investigator into ANT-AC, based on the assistance to receive from uh, received from the U.S. is similarly similarly misplaced than the embassy charges uh, uh, charge uh, whatever George Kent wrote the prosecutor's office in April 2016 in a letter that also argued U.S. officials had no concerns about the U.S. aid and or how it had been spent at the time. The nation's prosecutor general had just been fired under the pressure from the United States and a permanent replacement had not been named. A few months later, Yuri Litsenko, widely regarded as a hero for the West and spending two years in prison while fighting the Russian aggression in his country, was named prosecutor general and then invited to the U.S. ambassador's office uh, with Ukrainian Marie Yovanovitch. Hmm. Hmm. At Thank the you, Quest, for the can. At the time, the nation's prosecutor general, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Litsenko told me that in a stunned when the ambassador gave me a list of people whom we should not prosecute. Oh, I thought that was fake news. The list included the founder of ANT-AC, a group of two members of parliament who vocally supported the group's anti-corruption reform agenda, according to sources directly familiar with the meeting. It turns out that the group of Ukrainian law enforcement was probing was co-funded by the Obama administration and liberal mega-donor George Soros. So they were cutting ties to George Soros' group because George Soros was paying out. George Soros, Ukraine, was a cash cow for the Democratic Party. And Joe Biden had all of this information at his house. This is why all of this is connected. Everybody is connected. in this part is lying. Somehow FTX is connected to Soros. Probably through BlackRock. Because I bet you FTX is connected to this too. Probably through BlackRock. Probably. 
Probably. It would only make sense. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, this kid, it's your money. It's our money, folks. I can't be the only person that's fucking angry right now. I can't be the only person sitting there going, why are my hands shaking and nobody else's? This is all connected. This all goes back to Joe Biden leaving the White House, taking classified information out with it. Why did it come out November 2nd? Why November 2nd? If you listen to Bongino, he'll tell you that he believes somebody came forward. I don't. I, I don't. I believe that somebody sent an email. I think this started from the laptop. I think this all came from the laptop. And now that we finally have Republicans in charge, questions are being asked. And now CYA is in full effect. This is where they pull out the paper shredders, folks, and start the burn bags all over the place. This is how we make shit disappear. There's one way to make everything clean in the federal government. What? Where's the light? Mm, I don't know. You didn't bring it with you, did you? I thought we had one in here. Hold on. No. No, probably because I stole them all. Yes, because she's a lighter thief. I am a lighter thief. Fire. That's the only way. I was looking. I thought we had a lighter right here on the table. I was just going to take it up and hold it up because that's the way the government makes problems disappear. It's fire. They burn everything. They burn all the records. Think about this, folks. Does it make any sense to you? Listen. So, like I was going to say, fire. Th that's, that's what cleans up government records. So... This is my, this is the reason why I believe there's something else afoot. Okay. When a federal investigator, for instance, an employee of the FBI, let's say, for instance, Lindsay comes to me and she says that VLIN is a terrorist, right? And she's like, I have proof. And she pulls out all these wackadoo videos, right? And it's, you can tell it's all nonsense. Like she's like pissed because the tree limb is hanging over her yard too much and she's losing her mind. I got it. It happens. It happens a lot more than you think. Mm -hmm. I had a dude walk in my office one day and he told me that the government was putting drugs in his drugs. That's probably true. And although it is true now, now I see the writing on the wall. Mm -hmm. At the time I looked at him, I was like, dude, let me make sure I understand this properly. You're coming into my office, I'm a federal agent, and you're telling me that the federal government is committing a felony by putting drugs in what you're committing, which is a felony, by using drugs. Uh, your uh, Illegal drugs, yes. And that's what, sh that's your planned conversation with me. I mean, if the federal government drugs me. in your legal drugs, which are, you know, more harmful than your illegal drugs, then that would be a different story. But I mean, my whole point was they're doing that too. This is, this is what you're coming at me with. Okay. Mm -hmm. So anyway, essentially that's what's going on here. Like Lindsay said, Hey, she's a terrorist. Well, when I go to talk to V Lynn, okay, I have to do what we hate in the business, a lot of this. Paperwork. 
Okay. Because when I do this, I've got to write up a 302 that I went and talked to an ordinary civilian. I talked to a civilian, had a conversation with her concerning allegations brought to me by her neighbor. Now I have to write this report up and I have to say that the neighbor's crazy. Okay. This is just normal civilians. We're just talking about normal everyday civilians. Mm -hmm. So tell me something. Why is it that the FBI is notified about classified documents being out of a secure compartmentalized information facility located at a former president, well, vice president, now president's house. And there's no 302 done on it. Mm-hmm. Where's the 302s? Hey, FBI, where's the 302s? I, I understand that the first call wasn't made to the Department of Justice. It was, or, or to the National Archives. It was no, it was to the lawyers. To the lawyers. Secret Service. Where is the name checks for everybody that was going in and out of Joe's house mm. for the last two years? At least. No, actually, you know what we need? Secret Service? Last, six years. Uh, we need the last six, six, six years. Six to seven years. At least. Actually, yeah. no. We need the last since, nine years. He, we need the last nine years. Since he started as vice president. Correct. Yep. We need the last nine years. Yeah. Actually, we need the last 11 years. We need the last 11 years since of he, all visitor logs going in protection. and out of Delaware. Mm-hmm. Need to know. Yep. Need to know. Oh, well, yeah, the DNI was notified first because it was a DNI lawyer that he called. So, yes, the DNI was notified ASAP because the DNI lawyer was the first one showing up at his house. Oh, by the way, didn't have, we may have learned about the documents the wrong way, too, by the way. How's that? What if I told you the documents were found in his house first and November 2nd and not? At the Penn Institute or the Penn Biden Wait, Center. What? Yeah. What if the timeline is completely backwards? Of course it is. Because it's really weird. In the picture, and so I they noticed found this him in the house in the garage first. I noticed this today too. Uh-huh. In Delaware in December or November. What's the temperature in Delaware in November? Um, I mean, the weather's been weird this year, but it's usually pretty chilly. Yeah. Joe was backing his Corvette in August. Mm-hmm. Well, what if the documents were found in August at Joe's house? Then in November, more documents were located at the Penn Biden Center. I mean, that uh, there's a potential for that. And what if, and I'm, this is all conspiracy theory. This is theory. just believing the unbelievable. Because that's what tonight's mm-hmm. all about. What if, just spitballing here, what if the more documents we're finding is because all of a sudden the Democrats and Joe's team don't want them anymore? Not only don't want them anymore, but they found a way to get rid of them. Yeah, oh, like they don't want him, don't want him to run. They want him out and they want him gone, gone. permanently. Yeah. This is our 25th Amendment movement. Mm-hmm. Watch, you watch, you watch. They're going to call for the 25th here. And in Congress, think about it. You have Democrat, if Democrats call for the 25th in Congress, okay? What do you think Republicans are going to do? Do you think the Republicans are going to say no? Come on. The Republicans aren't going to say no. They're going to go with it. Maybe. I just heard this today, too. This is the other kicker. This is how I think Kamala's involved. 
according to Kamala's team, they came out with a whole new branding campaign. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it she, looks she's like she's going to try and be a better a better boss. It looks like she's going to make a run for twenty four as if Joe runs against Joe, which will be a house divided. Very interesting. Wait, what? Yes. Which will be weird because how can she claim her residency is not in the same state as Joe's? Because she actually lives at the White House. Her residency is Washington, D.C. Mm. Like he maintains his residency in Delaware, though, because he spent more than 40 percent of his time there. Well, that's fucking true. Obviously, we've watched him fly back and forth Mm -hmm. using our funds to fly back and forth to Delaware. Yep. Fucking douchebag. But think about this. okay? Kamala started this whole new branding campaign. She's supposedly coming out. She's going to be, I'm better. Check it out. I'm good. And she's trying to sell herself to liberals. But she hasn't actually done anything except still come on TV and talk about time and Venn diagrams and electric school buses. Who doesn't love love a yellow school bus? bus. A yellow school bus. She didn't say electric. She said yellow. Hey, y'all. Welcome our new friend, um, ADCN. Network. network that is uh anti-degeneracy clips and news network um he's gonna be uh he, he makes some clips on instagram and reached out and asked if uh we wanted to collaborate a bit so we're gonna be putting up some of his clips here regularly so um, hey, i like that we, we get to yeah. work with somebody else yeah and get some new clips exactly is this one of his mm-hmm. yep. oh sweet so hey. the first one i'm playing of his so there you go here's his first clip well the first one we're playing of his but When I followed the money, I found that it took me up the levels of a pyramid. Here we are at the bottom level going about our daily lives. Above us is government, people who are given a monopoly on force and use it to tax and control us whether or not we agree. But who controls them? At the next level are the corporations. Many would say that it is now corporations and not nation states that rule the world. They call it a corporatocracy. To acquire the world's resources and control the markets, this corporatocracy must have access to cheap money. The big corporations get their loans at special rates from the big banks, which means that those who control the major banks, the moneyed elite, ultimately control the corporations. As I've followed the money, I've learned that almost everything I once believed about money is simply not true. That's that's obvious. I mean, come on, the the petrodollar, which is about to completely fall. Because did you hear now that? Um, well, that's tomorrow. It's... No, 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 no. Out outside of that. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I believe it's Saudi Arabia is going to accept other currencies for their oil. That's really bad. Other than the petrodollar. That's like really bad. The the Chinese. Juan. The Juan. Mm-hmm. The Juan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a, a taco emergency, so I need to call nine Juan Juan. No. No. No, you don't have a taco emergency. No. I'm, I'm I'm part Latino, so no. I, I'm sorry. You, you can, can talk you to can me like that. that. You can do that. I have a little Latino in me occasionally. Occasionally. <laughs> Usually it's Irish, but sometimes it's Latino. Just saying. Oh, okay. It's a taco emergency. Anyway, so I'm sorry to subject y'all to dirty mop head, but here you go. <laughs> hey, look at that. She's using my fucking. Just for today. She's using my, like, it, it's not happening, but if it's happening, that's good. <laughs> Don't worry about it. it. Is. 
damn, look at her. Exactly. Who says she can't, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. This Sunday, the president will speak about the fight to secure women's fundamental right to reproductive health care in the face of these attacks. She will talk about what's at stake for millions of women across the country. Wait, wait. The president is going to talk about reproductive health care and she will speak about it. Did did um, did Jill take office? Did no did camel toe. She's talking about camel toe. Did, cam, did we 25th? Did we already 25th Biden and we don't know? I wasn't know? aware. Did we? I mean. Well, first of all, I thought. Now, that, wait, wait, time out. one thing for stop, President Biden stop, to call Stop, 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 stop. Please stop, because how are we doing this? We don't know what a woman is. That's true. I'm the, the president's not a biologist. Maybe, maybe. We Joe, know that. Maybe she was identifying Joe as a woman that day. Maybe, maybe. I, I mean, we're not biologists here. We don't know what women are. Um, I've heard now that uh, menstruation is not just a, a female thing. It's not just a woman thing. I heard the same thing. Mm-hmm. I heard mm-hmm. something talking about how it was bleeding through the head of its pee-pee hole. Mm-hmm. And I said, look, you dumb thing. You're not supposed to put razor blades down there. All right. It's not supposed to bleed from there. Mm-hmm. That's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. You never know. Our, our youngest, it's his birthday tomorrow. I know. Happy birthday, yes. son. Yes. In a little Everybody bit. Everybody will know. We're just, we're waiting to see if he gets his period. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> Don't even fucking think about it, kid. <laughs> He'll be 11, though. It's about the time. <laughs> That's disgusting, babe. <laughs> Uh, play the next one with Steven. Uh, yeah, okay, start with that one. Yeah, go do this one. This one. Okay. Hmm. Jesus, babe. <laughs> I didn't know we were going to go straight to hurtful things. Fucking A. My generation got our driver's license at 14, had a job at 16, and moved out at 17. Your generation is still trying to define what a woman is and living in your parents' basement until you're 35. My generation grew up on uncensored everything. Your generation censors everything. My generation shotguns, rode dirt bikes, and went camping for fun. Your generation stares at your phone all day and dances on the internet in your sister's underwear. My generation knew how to make decisions, important ones. Your generation can't even decide which bathroom to use. My generation wants the truth and the facts, no matter how uncomfortable they are. Your generation is so offended that the truth and the facts don't support whatever outlandish bull is floating around in your imagination that you've started labeling everything that you don't agree with as misinformation my generation has two genders your generation has eighty nine thousand three hundred and forty seven and counting my generation he couldn't be more on your generation has three thousand eight hundred and ninety three fucking genders and counting yes yes but it's true i mean the generational gap holy shit Yes. Holy fucking shit. Let's play the next anti-degeneracy clip before uh, before we do our smoke break here. The, the one with Steven Crowder. That one. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of the old Crowder. I know, but this um, the story itself was was interesting. See the story? We can bring this up. I wasn't planning on talking about this, but in yeah. Russia, did you see? No. It was a, a pedophile. Uh, yeah. A pedophile. <laughs> Russia let him off. 
So this, this Wait, pedophile, no, what happened oh, okay. is the guy who killed the pedophile, I should yeah. be clear. This guy killed a pedophile who was interested, I believe, in his daughter. Yeah. And the pedophile, they ruled that it was a suicide with the pedophile digging his own grave and stabbing himself 38 times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, we all know that pedophiles, when they kill themselves, dig own grave, stab themselves exclusively in back and cut off balls. This uh, is standard pedophile suicide case. I got my hands up. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> he dug his own grave stabbed and himself, then stabbed himself thirty-eight times. times. Where was Hillary's people? <laughs> they were there. I mean, since the Russians do most of her wet work, they probably were. Holy fuck! <laughs> I mean, that straight up sounds like some shit Hillary would do. Oh, that's some good shit. That, that adds some credence to getting shot twice in the back of the head and fucking having a suicide note. There's a hit left from um, the, the pre-show, the warm-up. The warm-up? So finish that one and then I'll, I'll load another one. The post-work deal with pain and stress mm -hmm. bowl. Pretty much, yes. I will say all my, spe my special seeds that I planted a couple days ago have all sprouted. I'm very excited. Um, my fruit seeds I'm still waiting on. They take a little bit longer, though, I think. I hope. Our first seeds are still doing well, too. They're doing awesome. They're getting huge. I know. And I have these. Liana. I have these. Um, is she not here? Yeah. Was she on today? Uh, I, I didn't, didn't hear her. I, didn't I, I went her. and listened, and then she wasn't on. And I was like, uh, I didn't get a chance to go back and see if she came up. I don't know. Hey, Crazy Chuck, was Liana on today? Because I haven't seen her, and I just want to make sure everything's good. Yeah. Give her a call. No shit. Might have to call her later. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, um, you know, after the show yesterday, I had to run out and pick up our son. He shot a personal best at his rifle match, which was good. Our older son. And uh, uh, McNathan didn't see her on. That's too bad. Um, but on the way home, I was listening to Josh's show. And he said that uh, he was asking if anyone wanted to do a, a prepper Zoom call on his social red pill network. And I, you know, texted Vince and I was like, oh, I'm down for that. I'll do a prepper Zoom call. Fuck yeah, I will too. You know, you know, we got the little homestead going. I'm about to start the spring, uh, spring planting here. You know what we're going to do a Sunday Truespiracy on? Well, this Sunday we have a guest. No, I know we do. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we're gonna. I said, you know what? We're going to do a hey. Sunday Truespiracy on. What's that? I found my book. Your book? Yes, I found my reloading book. Okay. We're gonna. Uh, we're gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead. We're gonna do a show on reloading ammunition. Okay. And I'm going to teach you all motherfuckers how to reload some ammo. So when it comes time, you guys have ammo reloaded for me when I come to your house to steal it from you. Oh, that's good. Okay. Or you can come give it to me, one of the two. I don't care which. Whatever. I saw it, crazy. Thanks, bud. Well, I will give her a call. We'll give her a call. Yeah. All right. I think we might do a double. We might have to play that one again because, because I, I we, haven't. We were loading the bowl. I know. We were way behind. He's he's been haunting me the last few days. Who? Justin. Why? I don't know, but I can't get him out of my head. I got a uh, uh, the reason I say I found my book. I got um, 
I have all of the grain weight you need for subsonic, sonic. Um, I have everything you need for all of that. So you guys can fucking do your your grain weights and whatnot. And I'm telling you. To learn how to make subsonic ammunition, fucking the bomb. Oh my god, I'd be so pissed, Wix, if someone killed our elderberry bush that we don't have yet. I've been trying to grow elderberry. That's some of the seeds that I planted that I'm waiting for them to sprout. It, well, it is. It kind of is. Um, what? Sounds like brewing beer? Yeah, it, it kind of is, but you have different grain weights for different types of ammunition. For instance, 308, 22. All of them have different grain weights. Uh, 223. Um, they all have different green weights and what makes a round subsonic is to know exactly how much grain you need to put in there to still give the bullet stopping power, but make it fly slower than breaking the sound barrier. And unless you've ever taken apart a subsonic round, you will never know the grain weight because they hold that shit in like a secret, but yours truly broken the secrets because i've actually taken apart a subsonic round and measured the weight so i knew exactly how much what they were putting in there that will be something we go through it's a lot of fun well no even with suppressed weapons if you use subsonic ammunition through a suppressed weapon it would be uh it's super quiet what i shot if you guys saw that show when i put my movie up when i was firing my rifle the first round super quiet do you like put a cape on it and shit no the first round was regular ammo was just regular normal 308 1345 feet per second is what it flew the second one where you could barely hear the gunfire at all that one was a subsonic 308 that flies a little over 800 miles an hour and it is quiet when it leaves the barrel you don't hear shit and that's just with a suppressor that's not with a silencer that's not with anything special anyway but we're going to save that for a Sunday True Spiracy. We'll figure that out. Yep. We'll set up the whole reloader right here. We'll go through the whole thing, how you do it. Mm. be kind of cool. I think you guys enjoy it. If okay. you've never done it before, you're interested in getting into it. I got a couple cool, really cool books, old fucking books. And I like the old books. I don't like the new books because the new books and all their science and bullshit, I can't trust it. I can already see the shit going on in fucking um, with the fucking healthcare. Imagine what they're doing with bullets and shit. Fuck. Now they're probably dropping grain weight in all the rounds. So your rounds fly slower. So when you shoot against, let's say you're fighting against somebody with an AK-47, their bullets are moving a lot quicker than yours are. And you're like, you're like, why aren't their heads dropping? I'm fucking shooting them. Oh, because your bullets don't have the same great weight and grain weight in them. Hmm. We trust all this shit, right, folks? Federal <laughs> government does shit like that all the time. Hmm. She did a morning show on the 17th, but not today. Okay. All right, John. Appreciate it, bud. I'll reach out make sure she's okay. We'll make sure what's up. Yep. Anyway. So, Leanne K., I know you're out there lurking. Um, 
Is this about Joe Manchin? Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. Here we go. Told you he got caught in front of a camera. This one's for you. Liberals love to do this when they're in Davos. The problem that we have is the open press system and basically all the platforms. So if you're able to have five platforms, social platforms, that you can basically um, uh, personify the extremes, somebody who is extremely right or extremely left, and it seems like that is the majority speaking, they're not the majority, but they're basically driving everybody to make a decision. What side are you on? Are you on this side or this side? And it is time now for the Hot Topic Buzz. That was Senator Joe Manchin yesterday here in Davos on the stage. He got a lot of heat for it uh, about that panel discussion on the Internet. Uh, I sat down with the senator earlier and he clarified. I totally apologize because it was I didn't explain it properly. That was a problem. The open press that we have, which is absolutely the, the, the bedrock of democracy. OK, but there's so much there's so much access so uh, it used to be to where something was said and it was accepted and that was it. Now it's said to where you can find a social media platform. You can find somebody to agree with you. I don't give a fuck what they have to say about it. <laughs> Joe, your reaction. Well, I'm so glad that you sat down with him. I, I, yeah. I, whatever. It doesn't matter. He got caught. Mm-hmm. I told you yeah. liberals aren't scared to get in front of the cameras mm-hmm. at, at Davos. Republicans, you, busted, you won't and you see again pushback right off the bat. You won't see you a Republican apologize. But how crazy is this? All right. Yeah. Oh, is that what you want? All right. Thanks, Linz. Thank you for reminding me. I still have that. I forgot all. Ah, uh, I still fix that one. I got to fix that. Sorry, I would have done. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. But hold on a second. This is the bigger point. Maria Bartiromo. Is in Davos. Is in Davos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why does that surprise you? She's I, not reporting. She's not just reporting on Dova, Davos. She's reporting from from Davos, Davos. which means she's attending. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, she's on the list. You know, she's on the list. Yeah, she's no. on the list. Yeah. Who else is on this? You need to get the list and read the list. I have to find it. Okay, I'll find it. There's a sub stack out there. Someone got the list in advance. I'll find uh, we it. But I, to, I have so many fucking sub stacks now. I have to go through them. I have to go through them and find it. We need to read the list. Okay. I, I think it's only fair for our listeners that we everybody knows who's there. So if somebody's got a bone to pick with these people, they can bring it up to them and say, hey, wait a minute. What the fuck were you doing in Davos? Well, you know, there's been Especially a lot of- if they're Republicans. Even mainstream media is starting to come out and be like, oh, all well, the crazy conspiracy theorists they think that the people in Davos are trying to rule the world maybe they're right again anyway play some more Davos shit that's kind of why I'm because I, I did take a hiatus from Bongino because I got really pissed off with him when he's mm-hmm. trying to make excuses about the fucking mm-hmm. the jab <coughs> but mm-hmm. somebody turned me back on to something else he brought up Bongino's gotten into this whole thing where he really has last, I don't know, three or four episodes. He's starting to sound more like a conspiracy theorist. Like he's his show sounds more like ours. Well, maybe I mean, I know he steals shit from us. Yeah, he does all the time. He really does. And I know it's probably like and and I don't care. He probably got pissy because we stopped playing him for a long time. And I I, I don't care. That'd be fun. I, I. 
honestly, I don't care. It's cool. I think it's cool. But one, I'm not a hundred percent sold on this, but I think he's, he's more red pilled than we all think. He's care. really pissed off about this jab thing. Well, he should be. He should be. That's what he I said. Damn well should be because he's going to die from it. He did say his wife, mm-hmm. who is, I think she's like Colombian or something. Yeah. Yeah. He, he married a hot Latina. She is not jabbed and both his kids are not jabbed because of her. Mm-hmm. She said, nope, mm-hmm. not my kids. Yeah. Good. Uh, Got to give him that. I'm just surprised he's married to that because shit, that tried to kill me. Well, you're more of an asshole than he is. Well, this is true. I mean, I'm a fucking saint. That's why I didn't try and kill you yet. I mean, I have tried to kill you a number of times, but... You're not a fucking saint. Of course not. You're the furthest thing from a fucking saint. Mm-hmm. More from Davos. Yeah. I know. I got to bring this We love you too, Liana. Oh, there you are. There you are. Big ass black pill stuck in my throat. I got you. Okay. It happens to the best of us. All right. We were worried. I didn't know if you were listening. At the World Economic Forum yesterday, former CNN anchor Brian Stelter hosted a panel on media disinformation and claimed that the U.S. has a lot to learn from E. All right. Stop. This has got to be a, this is what, Babylon B? No, this is the hill. Are you fucking serious? I'm fucking serious. No. Yes. No. <laughs> Brian Stelter did not host a panel on, on media disinformation. At WEF. Yes, he did. He totally, this is not parody. This is not satire. This has got to be a Babylon B yes. story. No, this is, this is the hills rising. Seriously, keep going. Potentially European internet regulators. As part of the panel, European Commission Vice President Yara Jarova weighed in on the topic of hate speech. Let's hear what she had to say. As illegal hate speech, which you will have soon also in the US, I think that um, we, we have a strong reason why we have this uh, in the criminal law. Wait a minute. Hold on. What was uh, that? Illegal mm. hate speech, which you will time have out, soon in the out, US. Time out. Time out. I want to. Make sure we get back to that. I want to hear that again. Uh-huh. I want to make sure you all hear this again. Uh-huh. And why we have this uh, in the criminal law, uh, oh, yeah, we uh, we need the platforms uh, to simply work with, with the uh, hate speech. Let's hear what she had to say. As illegal hate speech, which you will have soon also in the US. I think that um, we, we have a strong reason why we have this uh, in the criminal law. Uh, we, uh, we need the platforms uh, to simply work with, with the language and to identify such cases. The AI would be too dangerous. Also on the panel, the New York Times' is AG Stoltzberger discussed the state of today's quote. Wait a minute. What? The AI would the be? AI would be too dangerous. Are, are you no 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 you're kidding holy shit you all realize the ai that's they're talking about hooking alice up to the well not internet. alice but their their um version, their of, version alice. of alice holy shit. which may already be hooked up to cern i it would not surprise me if they look if at the, the jab U- face if the, I, accidental accidental was, jab face was hooked up to to cern yeah skynet becoming you know self-aware you know what else i heard this is crazy and i don't know if this is true or not but if it is it doesn't surprise me that when they pulled the stargate out of iraq they sent it to stern to cern 
Wait, 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 wait. The Stargate, what? the Stargate that they found in Iraq. Can we not hear about Stargates? Hey, we say all movies are are uh, are are prophetic or documentaries, right? You think Stargate's any different? <laughs> so yes. Yeah, so when that's that one's borderlining my uh, believability sphere. Oh, guys, I'm gonna have to teach him about Star Forts and Stargates here soon. Well, that'll be another true conspiracy: Star Forts and Stargates. Um. But when because I I think space is fake and gay. Yes. So I'm a flat earther. So flat, flat Earth doesn't negate space. Space is different. Space is fake and gay. Mm-mm, no, space we is can't fake. get there. That doesn't mean it's fake. We can't get there through the firmament. But what if we could get there through a portal? What if we could get somewhere else through a portal? It must be a woman's butthole because I've never been there before. (laughs) Anywho, (laughs) supposedly the Stargate that they found in, that they uncovered in Iraq or in the Middle East, um, they uh, they send it to CERN. Why not? Why Why wouldn't you? Like, fuck it. Which kind of makes sense because they did say that they're trying to open portals at CERN into other dimensions. Maybe they wrapped one of their tunnels. Better thing to use than a Stargate. Why not? Here you go. Anyway. Are we going back to this retard looking joke? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Didn't Mm -hmm. mean to do that. Didn't mean to end that at such a perfect Mm -hmm. place. Uh, Just remember, this is what it looks like after you get your jab. (laughs) Information ecosystem term fake news and then disinformation it was popularized six years ago at this point where are we today versus then what do you mean where are we today versus then? Wait, wait, so this was a, a a hot popular topic yeah there was an awakening about it the social networks felt pressure but now where are we and the uh, same question virginia but where, where are we today uh, versus oh i see yeah it's a great uh, you know and and to to be clear actually Terms like fake news and enemies of the people have been popularized cyclically in society mm. and in, in some of the most, you know, um, you know, repressive and dangerous moments, you know, Nazi Germany, Stalinist Russia. Right. Um, so um, so I think anytime we're hearing language like that applied to, you know, a free press, um, you know, or, or more broadly free expression, I think I think we should be um, really worried. Look, I, th- I think that there's there's. Um, there's notice the two names he brought up there. Hmm. Nazi Germany, Stalin. Mm-hmm. Okay, Hitler and Stalin. And I, I find it odd. Hitler and Stalin are the two people that he brings up, and yet somehow we're the fascists in the country. Okay, sure. Anyway, I'll play. There's no doubt that society seems to have at some level accepted how much the information ecosystem has been poisoned. Um, and, um, and I think it's going to require real sustained effort from the platforms, from political leaders, um, from business leaders, and from consumers themselves to reject that. So I watched this entire panel. It was about Mm -hmm. 45 minutes uh, last night, and I wrote about it for Reason. Uh, It was very interesting. So there were some of of the panel members pushing back 
a little bit. They were grappling with the question of, well, we, on one hand, there's free speech. On the other hand, we're very worried about disinformation. What is the trade-off? So the panel me- members, were, Brian Selter was kind of the host. And then there was that woman who is a member of the European Commission, which is the governing body of the European Union. And she was talking about what Europe has done. And and while it sounded in that clip like she was saying, yeah, hate speech, just got to get rid of it. She did later say that, well, look, 90 percent of what you call misinformation or disinformation is totally legal. So, you know, how much authority do we actually want to give government to police that? So it wasn't totally like she was just missing that there was no downside okay. to censorship. And then the Democratic politician was Seth Moulton, mm-hmm. who's a Democratic representative. And he basically said the same thing. He's like, look, I'm well, he was very worried about COVID speech, like anti-vaccine speech, like people are dying because of it. But I know that we have the First Amendment. Um, he what the most annoying thing he did was totally butcher the um, fire in a crowded theater mm. analogy saying, you know, there are limits on free speech. You can't say fire in a crowded theater. Everyone always says that, but mm. it's not true. You can say fire in a crowded theater if there's a fire. And that that comes from like a decision where the Supreme Court said you couldn't distribute uh, distribute anti-war pamphlets because that would be like shouting fire in a crowded mm. theater, which obviously is not something the Supreme Court stands by anymore mm. because you totally could do that. Mm. So I, I just hate when people bring that up, but I, I digress. But anyway, the person on the panel who was the most in favor of greater something to police disinformation online was Sulzberger, the publisher of the New York Times. And I think that's kind of telling that yeah. even like the government regulators were realizing that, like, this is a hard question because we don't want to criminalize free speech. But the, the elite media guy was like, oh, no, this is the end of the world unless we unless it's all Facebook's fault. It's another permutation of the Facebook destroyed society yeah. kind of panic. I mean, it does strike me oh, yeah, no, just no, from that I clip. There just on, seems to be no reckoning whatsoever with the reasons why people feel like there's so not one so, word of that. No. So little trust <laughs> in the media. I know it's, it's their, your entire job. Oh, shit. Look at this. OK, I want you guys to see something. There's something I just noticed. All right. Hmm. I apologize about this, but I had to see they're not showing her face. Wow. I think you were onto something back there. I was watching her face. Her eyes were blinking separately mm-hmm. and her lips kept drooping. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And now she's talking. One whole and side of her face is like slanted all the way down her yeah. face oh, i yeah. was like oh that's shit her, that's her a vax face is like injury completely disproportionate yeah yeah that's a vax injury if i've ever seen yeah, her face one. is fucked up holy shit yes I, I, and the new york times isn't just terrified about facebook they're terrified terrified about like podcasts and they're ty- individual terrified websites. Of us. like i mean like uh, uncover dc and break it you know i mean um what's going on with james o'keefe millennial and yeah james o'keefe and turning point usa like they're terrified of that i'm waiting for james to do something at facebook hazy patriot i am waiting for james to do something at facebook Mm -hmm. we need to have an undercover video done at facebook i'm telling you when this shit comes out about facebook you guys find out all about facebook Life find out about life log. We find out about how it started out as a CIA, CIA run operation, which we will all find out about because they're going to have to declassify it because mm-hmm. it's going to go to court. Because when you find out the level of corruption at Facebook, that'll be and it. people keep hinting at it. Like they drop the name yep. here and there. Like you'll hear it occasionally. 
But it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. coming. Trip, trip, trip. I'm telling you, you're going to hear this one big time. It's going to be like a fire hose all of a sudden. Boom. And Facebook's going to blow this pants off of Twitter. Telling you. Hmm. Twitter doesn't even hold a candle to the type of control that Facebook has done to people. Telling you. Just wait. Uh... First and foremost, Christopher Ray. The director of the FBI, the current director of the FBI. What in the world is Christopher Ray doing in Davos, Switzerland with a bunch of elitists who want to take power away from America? It's frightening that he's there. He's getting marching orders is what he's getting. You know who else is there? Two people were told that are moderates. There is nothing moderate about the World Economic Forum. There's nothing moderate about taking away your rights and giving them to rich people. Okay, you know who's there? I'll tell you who's there. You have Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema there joining Christopher Ray of the FBI as well. Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema. Now, we're told these two Democrat senators, Cinema now claims she's some kind of an independent, both headed to Davos, Switzerland. I have warned you about both of them. Do not trust them. The, they are not moderates. They are not independents. They are radicals. Anybody that shows up in Davos, Switzerland, other than working for conservative media, is devious. And it's dangerous. Okay. I, I like that guy. Mm-hmm. I do too. I always have. I, I like what he's talking about. I like what he just said. He just told you. He's, if he you show up to Davos, and he just if kept- you show up to Davos, and you are not a part of right side broadcasting, mm-hmm. you or are there for a Rebel, bad fucking Rebel reason. News. I want to say it was Rebel News. That right side broadcasting. Next- right yep, side broadcasting. Exactly. Period. Yeah, he got booted from Newsmax because he wouldn't take the job. Good. Since yeah. I, I like that guy. And I, I really say do. He was, he was on like more mainstream media before that too. You know, they all went to Newsmax and then Newsmax booted a bunch of them because they insisted on the job too. And, and they refused to be at Fox because Fox is a bunch of fucking Fox. simps anyway. Mm-hmm. Doesn't fucking matter. Fox is a bunch of fags. I'm yeah. so fucking, oh, I am yeah. so, so angry. done with them. Ugh. I don't even want to watch. I, I, it's so bad. Mm-hmm. I'd rather watch the local news media. The, I, fucking NBC. I, I swear to God. Yeah, Emerald got booted from there too. She did her own thing. I, I, I don't blame her for mm-hmm. they left though because of mandates. The jab. Yeah. Yeah. I don't don't have an issue with that. Yeah, I don't blame them. Don't blame them one bit. Yeah. They still have their morals. Mm-hmm. Hello, a question to Mr. Schwab. I think the metaverse is a great tool to reinvent the way we work. But in general, the question is, in the moment, we see a quite a big decline in trust in political institutions and also in their representatives worldwide. And a meeting here in Davos, to what extent do you think this can strengthen to try, build this trust again? I, I would refer afterwards uh, also to Brad Smith. I think what is essential is to make sure that um, the system as such, uh, the technology, uh, can be trusted. And um, um, one of the on one of the village partners, for example, is Interpol. So we work together already um, with the necessary instances to make sure that the system is as safe as it can as it can be. 
Oh, don't worry about the metaverse because Interpol's going to be running it. Yeah. <laughs> this can't be any worse. Are you? I, I mean, it can be. Don't say that. Don't tempt. Don't tempt them, babe. Yeah, because next thing you know, the FBI is going to be running it. No, I, the FBI will have access, of course. If Interpol is running it, if Interpol is running it, the CIA has their fingers right up their asses. No, that means the CIA is actually running it because mm -hmm. Interpol is like owned puppet. by the CIA. No, no, no. Interpol is owned by the CIA. Hold on. One more time. I don't think I said that loud enough. Interpol is owned by the CIA. But is Interpol owned by the CIA? Yes. Okay, just second. It is. Yeah. So when you hear that Interpol is involved, I'm going to tell you right now, that's not Interpol. That's I'm not even going to go into it. I could go into it. Okay. A non-lone ranger just put it perfectly. Very succinctly, sir. I will go ahead and put that on the screen because very succinct. Well done. He is sure he thinks that Interpol has a CIA connection. Thank mm -hmm. you. Very well done, sir. You have joined national media circuits within the, you should go for a job at NBC right now. You're done. You're good. You're good, bro. Okay, then. There's a reason I know that. It, it's long, it's influenced, mm -hmm. but there's a reason I know that. There was something that was told to me. It's not only told to me, but I saw it. And I was like, wait a minute. The mm. fuck is going on here? This yeah, is and MI6 too. Not what I thought. Dear friends, scientifically, this is not a climate crisis. We are now facing something deeper. Mass extinction, air pollution, undermining ecosystem functions, really putting humanity's future at risk. This is a planetary crisis. By 2070, as many as 3 billion people will live in uninhabitable zones. Really? Uninhabitable? Really? Yes, I have listened to the Irregular Warfare podcast, Z Patriot. I have. And the other one was Pineland Underground. Pineland Underground, those are my boys that run the inside. And I'm going to get into this too because Josh sent me an article the other night about it. I have reached out... Um, I just heard at my last two units before I retired that there was a child sex trafficking um, drug ring at both 3rd Special Forces Group and Delta. And it was a big, it's a big how to do, who to do. And they're blaming it on no war and all this other bullshit. Um, I don't believe that. Um, Yes, I do. I do know who you speak of. Um, anyway, I am attempting to get more information on it, trying to find out what the fuck is going on. Uh, I, I texted um, a good friend of mine, um, my former team sergeant, great dude. Um, and I said, tell me that this isn't true. Last night, I said, don't. 
I sent him the article and everything. And he said, yeah, dude, I just heard about it the other day. He said, uh, I, they're very tight lipped right now. They're not putting out a whole lot of information. I, I was like, um, that ain't good, bro. And, uh, he, he agreed. Um, you can go look up the article. Um, I think I got it around here somewhere. I mean, I'll even, we'll post it in our uh, telegram chat as well. Give me a second. Um, and I've already reached out to a bunch of people. I'm trying to get more information. Uh, came out of natural news, uh, special, yeah, Mike Adams place. special ops troops stunned by uh, Biden admin probe into drug and human trafficking after arrests. Um, I'll just give you a breakdown on it real quick. Uh, special forces operators at Fort Bragg in Fayetteville, North Carolina, were stunned in recent weeks after criminal investigation, Army Criminal Investigation Unit personnel and FBI agents launched a probe into an alleged drug and human smuggling by members of 3rd Special Forces Group, Delta Force, and uh, and one, uh, yeah, latter, one of the latter most uh, U.S. military elite groups. According to Audacity, more than a dozen current former military members told the outlet that a number of arrests has, have already been made and culminated with 100% recall and accountability formations for 1st Battalion, 3rd Special Forces Group. Um, it's unknown um, into the investigation in the drug and human trafficking in Fort Bragg area began, but it is known that the FBI became involved after investigating the deaths of Timothy Dumas and uh, Delta Force operator Billy Levine, which I know both of those guys. Um, they were both um, Delta operators. Anyway, last week, the arrest began with investigators receiving more evidence after an undercover law enforcement officer posing as an underage girl helped for a, arrest a member of 1st Battalion, 3rd Special Forces Group back in December. That individual was known to Moonlight as a, that was my old battalion. That's why I got fucking pissed. Um, he was known to Moonlight as a bouncer at a bar in the Southern Pines community. That's basically where all the SF Green Berets, Delta guys live. That's where I lived when I was there. Um, frequented by spe special forces community, a military source close to the situation explained that connecting vets, the Green Beret is alleged to have been pimping underage girls to special forces community at drug fueled parties in Southern Pines. This is what happens when there's no war uh, and no direction and no, and a, a straight 18 month red cycle with no mission. Special forces uh, are told uh, told the site, so dudes are fucking going crazy with young kids and the craziest drugs. And all these lives have been ru ruined because people are just basically bored. Uh, it sounds really disgusting, folks. Um, unfortunately, it does not look good on my prior group of people. Um, and the two guys that were killed that I, I knew... Um, the one Delta operator, and I can tell you right now, I know he wasn't involved in that. And I can fucking tell you right now that I can guarantee he's probably killed because he fucking was going to say something, put money on it. He had four kids himself. So that's, I know that's fucking horseshit. Um, it is. It's a sad situation what's going on today in the military because you got to remember a couple of years ago, we were, we were turning to burn it. We used to call a fucking 
I used to call two months home. Yo, when you weren't like when a you were long term stay. When you weren't deployed, like you you weren't no one was on post. You weren't home. Like you no. weren't there. You guys were home. Yeah, we were like with our like family. You were scattered. No one lived there. I mean, we never I, I never spent any more time than I had to no. be there for. And even even then I got pissed off when I fucking couldn't leave on time. But it was just like I, I hate to hear that shit. You hate to hear shit about your old job. But look. I'm going to report it to you. Yeah, it's a black eye. It sucks. If this is real, if what's going on there is fucking real, every single one of those motherfuckers better be dragged out in the fucking street and fucking shot in the head like a fucking dog. No, I have no empathy. None whatsoever. We are sitting there today. Me and my boss, we went to lunch after we got done. We've been working on this job for a couple of days now. And I got to go back and do it tomorrow. It's fucking bullshit, but whatever. <clears throat> These motherfuckers, we're sitting there at this bar. I'm sitting there. I'm scrolling through Instagram, and there's this story about a woman who went to a school board. I, I don't even know where it was. I was so disgusted with it. I almost threw my fucking phone through a window in the restaurant. This teacher walked over, grabbed this woman's daughter, and it's all on video. And then she lied about it, which is the worst part. But she grabbed her daughter by like her forearm and ripped her out from like this bookcase and then fucking kicked her. What? I sat there and I I looked at my boss. I said, if you if I ever saw someone do that to one of my kids, they would get shot in the face. End a end a point. Period. You'd be fucking dead because that's horseshit. A fucking teacher, an educator, did that. I just, no, this is bullshit. You do something like that to kids? Nope, I have absolutely. That's where my line is drawn. Every moral fiber in my body says no. You don't fuck with kids like that. That's fucked up. And I will fucking, if I ever saw that happen in front of me, if that if I was standing there and I saw that video of that fucking teacher kicking that kid, I would walk up to her and knock her the fuck out period here play this we should teach teach kids we should teach girls all girls how to do this god i hope she fucking just just wait you're gonna love it babe you're gonna fucking love it this is obviously a video portion folks so if you're mm -hmm. lurking or listening oh yeah yeah no you're probably is, gonna want to watch mm -hmm. the replay we're about this is a fuck around and find two out. hours and 16 minutes in yeah Guy goes around behind her. He's sticking his head he's, over his he's shoulder. He's being all Joe Biden, like trying getting to sniff all, her breaking hair. that uh, yeah. barrier, personal barrier, yeah, personal that, space that personal barrier. Space. Yep. And he's trying to be sly, yep. walking back behind her again. And you can kind of see him in the mirror. Yep. Right. See? Which means he, can, she can see him. Oh, dude. Oh, there Ooh. it goes. Wait, there's one. Wait. Ooh. Oh, oh yeah. Ooh. Oh, oh. And he's down for the count. Pussy smacked him in the face, kicked him in the balls, and then kneed him in the chin, and he's down for the count. Look at that! Quick, I would have fucking shot it. It get a lot of a lot of reverberation in, a, in an elevator. Not necessarily always the best place to shoot someone. Here you go, babe. I pulled this one for you. You pulled this for me. I did. Is it coming? I did. Please tell me. I pulled this one for you. Move along. Nothing to see. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Come again. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Come again.
As the ancient Tibetan philosophy states, don't start none, won't be none. This is war. 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 You know, I I I I say this with a, I, I guess a skeptical hand and optimism. Maybe January six is going to turn out to be exactly what I thought it was. Maybe January sixth is going to become the next Alamo. Remember January 6th. Remember what happened. Because that was the day that as far as I'm concerned, all of our constitutional rights were violated. Mm, absolutely. A thousand percent. All in one shot. Yes. A thousand percent. I just wonder. I wonder if eventually, instead of looking uh, at it, now well, let's not get into the COVID stuff tonight. Um, do we did COVID uh, last night? I know. You this know what? One? No, you know what? Do the um, this one. Nah. Um, we can save that, that one for tomorrow. We're almost done here. Oh, yeah. Do do that one. Which one? Yeah, the anti degeneracy one. That one, the one you were on the Russia that's brainwashed in the USA. Well, you've already heard this. Everybody's already heard this. I told I you about I, this. I, I thought you would like this one, though. I told you all about this a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And you all already know this, so this is mm -hmm. nothing new. But we'll let you watch it again, just in case you didn't hear it the first time. And it's coming from a different news agency this time. The realization process in the United States is basically completed already. Actually, it's overfilled because the demoralization now reaches such areas where previously not even Comrade Andropov and, and all his experts would, would even dream of such a tremendous success. Most of it is done by Americans to Americans, thanks to lack of moral standards. As I mentioned before, exposure to true information does not matter anymore. A person who was demoralized 
is unable to assess true information. The facts tell nothing to him. Uh, even if I shower him with information, with, with authentic proof, with documents, with pictures. So basically, America is stuck with, with demoralization. And unless, even if, if you start right now, here, this minute, you start educating new generation of Americans, it will still take you 15 to 20 years to turn the tide of, uh, of ideological perception of reality uh, back to normal, normalcy and, and uh, patriotism. And that is true. Mm-hmm. And what we need to do is you parents. Wow. The, it comes down to you parents. And I, I, I say this wholeheartedly because I too am a parent. You, you got to get those electric screens out of your kids' faces. You got to kick your kids out of the house and go outside and have a good time. I know you're worried. You know what? Most kids aren't dumb. There's stuff to do outside. Our kid goes outside and plays all the time. Just He just goes outside and just runs around. Like I, I start yelling for him in the house and then I start yelling for him outside. Usually because I want him to unload the dishwasher. Otherwise, I'm like, oh, where's the kid? Okay. He hasn't come ask me for a snack recently. Just, you know. I feel neglected. Kick the kid outside. Tell him to fucking go do something. Go get lost in the woods. Mm -hmm. Do shit that kids used to do. Go fishing. Go run around. Take some M80s. Stick them underneath the fucking trash can. Set them off. Don't do that. Fuck. Do shit like what we used to do. Steal oranges from the neighbor's house and load them in potato guns and shoot them at the goose. We used to do that. Geese in the pond. We used to fucking chase geese with fucking uh, paintball guns. I used to chase geese with my dog, but yeah, we chased geese with paintball guns. I used to get paid to chase geese with my dog. Whoever had the most dots won. Remember Andrew, my colleague? It was great. I used to take him down to the golf course and we used to chase geese off the golf course. They paid me fifty bucks a day. It was in like 1990. That was fantastic. Anyway, um, this is makes that can you know you really need to watch your kids. Project Veritas said it again. This is here in Georgia. Watch your kid. Wait, wait. No, I didn't say that. I said watch. let your kids go. Well, okay. Not, that's what I said. All right, let your kids go. Watch, watch what your kids are. Watch your teachers, I should say. Watch your kids' teachers. Watch the school administrators. Watch what they're learning. Watch what they're watching on YouTube or Twitch or whatever channel they're on. That's what you need to watch with your kids. When they're inside, you need to watch what they're watching. Yeah. We found that out the hard way. Yes. If you don't say the word for the grace and it's amazing how you've gotten the schools to purchase the curriculum. And they don't even know what's going on. I was have a good salesman, but I'm also an evil salesman. Like, so bad. So the, the public schools have the state funding, right? I do. So the state is basically paying for your curriculum without knowing what's in it. Does your, your curriculum have curricular theory in it? Yep. And the government doesn't know. And they, they have no clue. Not like... In order to make sure it's under the radar, how do you visit DEI work? Schools in Georgia have your curriculum. Two districts, actually. So, two counties, um, and then five counties. Wait, your curriculum that is in the schools here in Georgia is just kindergarten? It's just in one of kids kindergarten, yeah. But That's so cool. So, you make your CRT stuff in kindergarten. It's so cool. It's like, he's like, he's such an idiot. Like, his wife is a lot of stuff in education here. 
Oh, the former teacher. What do you think she would do if she found out? There's no team. Oh, I would get nailed. Yeah. Uh, what about those parents who might push back after giving it? Who cares? I'm not part of the system. I can't lose my. I'm not gonna lose my job, girl. The worst that's gonna happen is y'all gonna be upset, and I shared some knowledge. That's the worst that's gonna happen. This is how we do this. In the class. So is it sneaking things in in the class? I teach these things under the radar. The license is already gone, so what are you going to do? So do you teach in schools now? I do. I still do, which is insane, right? Which is still insane. James O'Keefe here in Fulton County, Georgia. Quentin Bostick, who holds a PhD from Georgia State, is a former literacy educator who had his teaching license revoked around 2017. Quentin now works as a project manager for the teaching lab with a $15 million budget dedicated to creating more equitable curriculums. Bostick is now on his own selling curriculums he created to the state of Georgia. He admitted to having multiple private companies where he profits off the curriculums that he sells. And it's amazing how you've gotten the schools to purchase a curriculum and they don't sell for them. I don't, I always have a good salesman, but I'm also an evil salesman. Like, so bad. So the, the public schools have the state funding, right? I do. So the state is basically paying for your curriculum without knowing what's in it. How many schools in Georgia have your curriculum? Two. Two districts, actually. So two county um, and then five counties. You make that profit, right? Yeah. Not oh, just yeah. That. Good. Mm -hmm. Good. Because the, the state pays for that. Correct. Yeah, they do. The state pays for it. The state pays for your stuff. Mm -hmm. They don't know critical race theory is in it. Right, of course. They don't know. They don't know. I mean, so basically, this goes right into the account. And your account. Mm -hmm. Not teaching habits. Nope, my account. The problem with this is that Bostick admits his curriculum is rooted in CRT, also known as critical race theory, which happens to be illegal to teach in the state of Georgia. Bostick says that if Governor Kemp and his wife found out what he was doing, Governor Kemp's wife is an educator, that Bostick would be, quote, nailed for doing it. Is critical race theory illegal in the schools here? It is bad. It's still bad in the schools. So but not your curriculums. Exactly. And on top of that, if you don't say the word for the race theory, it's technically teaching. And people don't know what critical race theory is. So when they see the word, the like, alarm goes off. Alarm goes off. But it's teaching principles to other people are like, of course. Like, so does your your curriculum have critical race theory in it? Yep. And the government doesn't know. And they, they have no clue. And I'm like, this is good. This is good. Walking all the way to the bank. Exactly. Um, what would they find that's like banned, like contraband, illegal? Books, theories, critical race theory, race theory um, even like banned books. Right. So the entire district has, the, all the schools have and And I use them. I mean, it's an option in Fulton County, but most of the teachers, because they are our teachers of color, are like, I want to use this. So diversity, we're teaching love all humans. And I'm like, behind the scenes, like, teaching like this, though. Like, teacher, make sure you say this, use these words. Use as long as they don't look in your curriculum and see banned books, mm -hmm. you're good. Yeah. And also, in the day, they already bought it. 
So like Lloyd says that you already bought it. So you you waste your money doing the right work. So it goes on to the teachers, not you. Mm-hmm. Which sucks. But nature of the beast. He's like such an idiot. Like his wife has a lot of stuff in education here. She's a former teacher. And so she does like book donations and the the books are just like what do you think she'd do if she found out? There's no team. Oh, I would get nailed. The worst thing I can see happening in a weird way, probably I'm taking like my business license or something like that, or like something weird. Like, you have to keep on consulting. I can keep consulting. Bostic seems fully aware of his actions of sneaking CRT into the curriculums could get him into trouble. Bostic also talks about gearing his curriculums towards kindergarten age children and he explains how critical race theory can be taught to children quote under the radar by labeling it as dei instead of critical race theory dei standing for diversity equity and inclusion but what about your curriculum how long do you take oh like two three years and it's just kindergarten it's kindergarten wait your curriculum that is in the schools here in Georgia? It's just kindergarten? It's just, it's one of just kindergarten, yeah. That's so cool. So you can make your CRT stuff in kindergarten. It's so good. So yeah, so stuff like that. Um, <laughs> kids, I mean, you teach kids things on, on the radar. And, and through your curriculum. Good for you. And, and no, the only people who would know would be the teachers. Researchers like me who like know, like know it very well. And you just present it in a way of how? In order to make sure it's under the radar, how do you visit the hour? Some still won't accept that. Some of them. But that place is more accepting like anti-racist anti-racist education like race like. So DEI is like the cover for the CRT. Bostic appears to be careful with the choice of words he uses to describe his curriculums. He also claims that parents are ignorant and the goal of his curriculum is to have the students go against their parents. Yeah, I hate to say it, but like parents are teachers. Parents are ignorant. They are. And so you're making money off of ignorant parents. Yeah, and these kids are also pushing against their parents too. Like, mom, that's not right. You shouldn't say that. Well, that's the goal. Yeah, eventually. To get the parents to like kids get the kids to influence their parents to make the shift too. So if, if parents aren't coming to the schools, then the teachers can go and see what they want, right? It's clear that Dr. Quentin Bostic is willing to use deceptive measures to push his agenda on young students. Stay tuned for part two where Bostic explains how he really feels about the Mackenzie Scott funded organization he works for, the Teaching Lab, or as Bostic refers to it as, the Scam Lab. Stay tuned. Yeah. Wow. Thank you, James. I'm pretty sure that guy's not going to have a business license or a... Hey, Georgia. Hey, Brian Kemp. Company to... You're an idiot. Work for pretty We soon. know that, though. But I have to wonder, because, yeah, there were like three three or four different dates there. Like, to the 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 guy that was that was, um, that was pretending to you go know, on these dates we with have, him. Like, we, did, did he have to put out... We have some of the... How far do you have to go to get that kind of information? We have the smartest listeners out there. How far did you go to get that information? <coughs> Never mind, I Stop. won't ask. Really quick, first of all, way back in the day, back in the day when it used to be gay to be in the military. Now it's required. Um, one of the big things that 
especially Russians counterintelligence folks focused in on was the gay community. Why? Um, as you just saw there, you saw three dates. I said the same thing. You guys are some of the smartest motherfuckers I know. You just don't realize it. Those dates, that's the most desperate motherfucker I've ever seen. He's hard up for some dick. He's look. He, if you don't think he's gay, he's gay. Oh yeah. That's why for the longest time in the intelligence field, you were not allowed to be gay. Like you had to answer that question in the derogatory. You could not answer that question in the affirmative or they would not give you a clearance. That was considered a security risk. Mm. So. Still should be. And because yet, you are morally flexible at that point was the excuse the government gave. I said mentally flexible, but whatever. whatever. Morally, mentally, whatever. Okay. Anyway, we got to get out of here. Obviously, our featured sponsor of the day is um, Kirk Elliott's team. Get your silver. Turn your gold, worthless cash, your cash over. silver. Get, it, get gold Defiant down. Get silver. Defiantsilver.life. He's awesome. He'll work with you. Whatever you feel more comfortable with, gold or silver, whatever yeah. you do, don't get copper. But uh, yeah, defiantsilver.life. Yes. Go check it out. And uh, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow with uh, Scott Shara. Yes. Grace's dad. Grace's dad. Mm-hmm. For a follow-up yep. update. Yep. So, for our big interview, which is... Miss um, Vera Shiraz. Yes. On next Tuesday, Shiraz. right? Shiraz next coming next Tuesday. Yes. yes. Yep. So there yep. you go. You got it. So... Uh, Without anything further, we're going to get the fuck out of here. Okay. You all have a great night. Like, share, subscribe like normal. And uh, we will see you tomorrow night. You got it. Uh, for the Mick. And Lynn. We'll talk to you later, fuckers. Have a great night. Thanks for watching. Jackson, you can be F-A-F-O, I teach you how this game 
same go, different joints, same smoke. Wake up, wear the same clothes, real redneck. I'm a piece of white trash. Collar boy, but my lady's high class Got the music way up loud With a cigar in my mouth Fuck around and come find out How we do it in the South Ain't saying nothing but you running that mouth I never take a hand out I'm too damn proud I'm a son of the dirt South With a truck seat eye And he straight pipes loud This land, land of freedom Double barrels in case we need Man up, we'll sit your ass down we done talking, fuck around and find out Love my country, love my freedom Fuck a welfare, now I don't need them Shotgun raised from the woods to the plate Ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late So come around here, son, running your mouth You can fuck around and find out You can fuck around and find out